I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, Eden. Hi, Ioni. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni, and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Poor Little Sick Girls. And I'm Eden, and I'm managing editor of Polyester and the co-host of this podcast. This is the Sleepover Club, a feminist pop culture podcast. We pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense of it all. Before we get started, please like, rate, review and subscribe. Ioni, do we have any reviews? We do, we do indeed. Five stars, my go-to pot. I literally re-downloaded Apple Podcasts just to leave this review. I wish Spotify had more than just a rating. Absolutely love this podcast and hearing what Ioni and Eden have to say about the latest pop culture craze. Keeps me up to date and provides me with another perspective. I feel as if I'm just listening to my friends have a chat. It's so comforting. Also love their Instagram at polyesterzine. Always lets me know when a new episode is out, gives me a little teaser as to what I'm about to hear and puts great visuals to the episode. When I'm in the mood for a pod, the Polyester Podcast is my first go-to, which is by Slug Whisperer in Canada, which is very sweet. Thank you so yeah, much. Thank you. Thank you, Slug Whisperer. We also have a new membership tier for podcast enjoyers, Polly Pockets, podcast listeners in which you can get access to a Discord channel to talk to us about the episode or talk to us about whatever you want, really. Mm. And you get added to our close friends on Instagram. It's £3 a month, I think. And yeah. you will not regret it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, support us if you like us. Please. We've just launched a massive sort of new crowdfunding campaign. Campaign. So even if you can't support us, if you can go and share any of the posts it's on Instagram or tell a friend about the pod, then... Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. That would be lovely. Thank you. We've also got a new part of the podcast as well. What do you mean? Kardashians. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's the second week of the Kardashian yeah. podcast. So listen to that. New episodes on Thursdays and then our new episodes are on Mondays, as you know. Mm-hmm. So today we are deep diving headfirst into a discourse, a narrative that I personally don't want to be a part of. Mm, I'm scared. I'm scared. Yeah. Eden is already... Received wrath for criticising Miss Taylor Swift on the podcast. Mm. <laughs> and we'll be doing some more of that today because we're talking about the Matty Healy Taylor Swift drama. Let's begin at the beginning. Taylor mm. Swift has had quite a, a wild year. Like, she's with Joe Orwin for ages from Conversations with Friends. If anyone watched mm. that show, I feel like I'm the only person that did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you watch it? No, but he's in something else that I watched. What's that? The Souvenir? He's in that. I think film. I watched Conversation with Friends. <laughs> memorable. It on, yeah, it was honestly so unmemorable that I could have just not watched it. Well, it was just it. like completely overshadowed by normal people. Yeah. 
Well, they were just trying to, like, recreate the same source, no? Mm, Yeah. Because it came out, like, two years later. How do you remember Kirkin? I feel like I remember it a bit. I watched two episodes and I was like, meh. So, Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn broke up. Taylor Swift embarked on the Eras tour, which is a big stadium tour that she is doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm not a Swifty. Okay, let's just get our positions out there. I'm not a Swifty. I'm not a Taylor Swift hater. My point of view is probably that like she has some bangers. I don't understand the hype. Like I don't understand the obsession around her not to, you know, invalidate any Swifties. Your interests are valid, but I've never been that girl. What about you, Eden? I don't like her. <laughs> I'm going to be brutally honest. Why? Like, I, agree, I agree with you. I just, I don't get it. I don't get the what the force is all about. Yeah. Her music is good, I guess. Some is good, for sure. She definitely has, like, five good songs or yeah. maybe up to ten. Blank space, banger, cool. But she's released a lot of music, so mm. if she didn't have like 10 bangers in that <laughs> bunch, I would be like, wow. So, the reason why Taylor Swift is being spoken about this week is because she is rumoured to be dating Matty Healy. Matty Healy is the front man of the 1975, previously was in a relationship with FKA Twigs, um has again well obviously I've known who Taylor Swift is through all space and time because she's just like been around since we were 13 or whatever mm. but with Matt Healy I swear I did not know who the 1975 were until last year or this year even like until they did that big tour that they've most recently done really? I remembered them well don't you remember the only thing I knew about them before their tours were literally all over my TikTok was that they were a band eh mm. um do you remember when they like ripped off that artist for an album cover or something? There was loads of controversy around that. The neon. Um, the neon one, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And I knew that he was Denise Welch's son, and that is it. But mm. since he went on, they went on tour, the band, I feel like Taylor Swift fans or the Taylor Swift PR machine and the 1975 PR machine are in overdrive because that was literally all I saw on my TikTok for about six to nine months. Like, at first, it was them. Now it's Taylor Swift. Harry Styles also in the mix there. And now Mm. Beyonce, as we have spoken about. Like, I don't want to see TikToks of live tours. I'm sorry. I just actually don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't care if it's on someone's Instagram story. Like, why would I want it to be on my TikTok as well? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I don't want to go to a gig, so that's that. (laughs) Um. So, supposedly, those two have started dating. Mm. Um, They've been spotted together a few times. Like, he's been at her show quite a lot. She also was, like, a guest, a special guest at a 1975 show recently, no? Right. Or the other way. I think it was that way round, because why would people give a fuck if the 1975 were special guests at a Taylor Swift concert? But he's been playing um, with Taylor Swift. He has been playing with We're Taylor playing Swift. We're playing with, with, on this tour with her openers. But what I mean, like, this appearance of Taylor predates them being together. I'm pretty sure it was in, like, February before Mm. them being together in inverted commas because, obviously, we actually have no idea of the timeline of their relationship because they haven't even confirmed their relationship. Yeah. Um, This is all just rumours at this point. It's all just rumours that have set the internet alight. So there is this article called Taylor Swift's Matty... What? Taylor Swift, Matty Healy and Ice Spice Controversy Explained by Danny... Duplicido? 
De Placido? How do you say it, Eden? De Placido, yeah. For Forbes? Yeah. yeah Would you like to tell us a bit about it, Eden? So why does 50s dislike Matty Healy? In stark contrast to Taylor's squeaky clean girl next door image, Matty Healy is something of a messy edgelord who has frequently courted controversy from his provocative stage presences, presence in which he eats raw meat and kisses fans. Weird. To stereotypes <laughs> of racism. This bit is so fucking stupid. For years, Healy has given a Nazi salute on stage as part of his performance of the song Love It If We Made It, the lyrics of which highlight the social failures of the current age as well as the fascist characteristics of Trumpism. Notably, the song contains the line, saying controversial things just for the hell of it. I, I'm not going to say, like, I get the point, but, like, why the fuck are you doing a Nazi salute? Like, are you sick? This is the kind of stupid shit that has always existed, though. Like, I remember when I was first reading about punk and stuff, and Susie Sue always used to wear Nazi symbols on her mm. clothing. Like, it was obviously a bit a big thing of the that Vivian Westwood era of the seditionaries and I don't know if that's the right era fashion people don't come for me but like with the King's Road shop and like original Westwood Malcolm McLaren all the bands like they wore Nazi imagery on their clothing and the whole point was that like oh, just something really stupid like it's always been stupid and it always will be like the whole point was like you know trying to shock people shocking for shock's sake to like realize the stupidity of the world or like the badness of it by shocking yeah. people to be confronted by it like making people confront it to then realize it's awful but it's like it's just cheap it's, it's, a com- cheap it's convoluted as well yeah yeah, yeah it is. it's convoluted it's cheap it's not clever it's not intellectual it's just like a cheap shock tactic which also Matty Healy seems to do a lot of i.e. Mm. eating raw meat on stage like give a fuck it was boring in the 70s it's boring now but also it works because it does get him headlines it works the way that he wants it to tell us more Eden well he said he's spoken about his admiration for Kaufman Kaufman Andy Kaufman-esque performance he's like a comedian that was like in character for like his whole comedy thing and he supposedly faked his own death david bowie did that as well didn't he where he did like a nazi persona and then was mm. like it was a persona <laughs> well yeah and andy kaufman the thing is that like he would never ever 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 break character so it's like right. is this guy actually a dick or is he playing a, is he playing a part like is this a bit and um, but yeah Mike healy said he admires performers like that who create controversial attention grabbing stage personas and blur the boundaries of what the boundaries of what don't know like Blur the boundaries of performance of being at being an edgelord. I'm just saying he described himself as politically homeless this year, and saying that he's not a centrist, but he doesn't really have any allegiance to either side of the right or the left. He says I'm sadly not on the extreme left, but I also think the word centrist has become so ubiquitous it's annoying. I suppose I'm a traditional progressive who is suspicious of wokeism as a viable worldview or device to make things better. Which, is that not just, like, really similar verbiage to, like, Elon Musk and every other, like, far right-wing cunt that we've ever met and, like, we've ever heard about in our lives? Like, they all say they're fucking centrists. You're not a centrist, grow up. Just own it. Anyway, in the past, Healy has frequently waded into political debates and voiced support for progressive values. Having spoken out against abortion bans in Alabama, called out misogyny in the Brit in the music industry while accepting a 2019 Brit Award, kissed a male fan during his concert in Dubai to protest anti-gay laws, and invited climate activist Greta Thunberg to make a speech on one of his songs. Mm. (sighs) Okay, I feel like I know more than I ever knew about this man in my life. So, 
to me it just seems like he wants attention yeah as you said like I feel like he doesn't even have the veneer of like political like falsely placed political engagement with the Nazi thing comparing it to punks which I think both are bad as each other but like if he used to be open bracket not open bracket open quotation mark woke and now he's opposite he obviously just wants attention so he just diverts to wherever he can get the most attention yeah like that's just the trend that's happened like so he doesn't really yeah he doesn't really have any backbone I guess definitely (laughs) not I mean you can see that by looking at him he doesn't look like it yeah but this is this is why the way that Taylor Swift fans are behaving uh is kind of a bit moot because it's like but like he doesn't actually believe himself so why do you care so much people are like selling their tickets to Taylor's latest shows and uh uh, there was a campaign called like hashtag speak out or yeah speak speak up now on Twitter where they were demanding accountability from Taylor Swift. Yeah, so basically all the Swifties are upset that Taylor is in a relationship with a problematic man and thinks mm. that she should speak up. They wrote, "Your voice holds tremendous power, and right now your silence is palpable." Adding, "We urge you to reflect on the behavior, on the impact of your be- own and your associates' behavior." This sparked another controversy as some Swifties dismissed the open letter as a manifestation of a parasocial relationship, a term used to describe the misplaced sense of kinship that obsessive fans project onto celebrities who they have never met. I mean, facts on that. So we have been trying to scurry around to find a Twitter thread that went viral over the weekend of a, she seemed like not young, like a woman in her late 20s or 30s or like maybe even up to 40s who did like a 20 thread tweet thread lol I can't speak today about why she she basically felt like she needed to what's the word address address like she needed to scrub herself of any like wrong like anyone saying she was a bad person for going to the era's tour lol which okay are people really doing that let's be honest but anyway so she did this whole big thread like I am taking account of she was white obviously like why probably middle american probably big part of the swifty community and was like saying stuff like i'm taking accountability for blah 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 i'm listening to the most marginalized voices in this conversation blah 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 blah. this is a painful time for all of us blah 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 anyway i'm off to new york now for the show if you see me posting don't give me shit about it see you later yeah so like what was it all for what what, what was the point of it yeah should make yourself look better is this not like not to like massively overgeneralized on who taylor swift fans are lol but there's a bit in your research which i put a note on um let me find it okay fine so this article no it's a tiktok more or less more tiktok and we'll speak about it afterwards like more generally because the points are really good but this tiktok said she's previously grappled with feminism lgbtq plus rights political activism voting speaking out against hate etc no she hasn't like i'm sorry she literally had to make that netflix documentary where she like came out as not being a republican because everyone assumed she was a republican like everyone thought she was right wing and then shortly after that she she made that really embarrassing video with um all the queer eye guys do you remember it Mm, where they're like sunbathing yeah and it's like drag queens are in it as well i think I feel like she gets a lot of, she gets a lot of the like light of her fan base because her fan base probably grew up online, most likely on Tumblr, most likely 
or, or younger, but as in like her OG fan base. So I remember she was a really big thing with like Rookie Reader. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. And, like, yeah. Tavi wrote about her. And, like, so I feel like she gets, like, a lot of those politics rubbed off on her and projected onto her when really she is never outwardly said she's a good person and that's not to say she's a bad person but she's never really said anything like she's always been very quiet she's always not really said opinions so it's not as if she's like I don't know Lizzo like do you know what I mean she's not someone that's consistently putting out like progressive ideas into the mainstream media she's very silent unless she doesn't have to be because she's literally something is affecting her brand like the Republican thing was affecting her brand and that's why she spoke out also why do people expect her to speak out like she's a musician she's not an activist she's not doing anything really to like to be overtly political yeah but the thing is it's like there's there's a different I think something that's become murky is that there is a difference between being difference between being an activist and like being a decent human being and like if your boyfriend is making Nazi salutes and like laughing at racist jokes about Ice Spice then Mm. you should call it out because that is the person that you're sleeping with yeah like that's not being an activist that's just not being a cunt do you know what I mean yeah yeah she hasn't and that's what everyone's livid about yeah it's kind of twofold like because I do think there is an overblowing like a over extension of this situation and what people expect of her as a celebrity to like, you know, rationalize all her choices. Mm. People obviously feel a lot of ownership over her as a woman in the public, which isn't good. But then this man is actually bad. Like, yeah. and it's kind of worse. Like, okay, neither situation is worse, but it like makes it all the more fickle. If everything Matty Healy does is like some weird twisted irony, satire joke. Because as you said, it means he doesn't even mean it. So all these people being angry and upset is just for literally like one man's ego, which is kind of more depressing than if he was literally like a balls to the wall fascist. Yeah, because it's like, well, why are you even saying it? 
And also, I feel like a lot of Taylor Swift fans are young. They won't understand that. Like, And I think that's why people have kicked off so much. People see it as like a very personal attack. And obviously, you know, me and Eden aren't in the persecuted groups. Like, we're not Jewish and we're not women of colour. Wait, do you want to explain what he did to Ice Spice before we talk about Ice Spice? Yeah, so he went onto uh, the Adam Freeland show podcast and... I didn't, he didn't. Re- he just started talking about her. He didn't. He didn't say the worst things that were said about Ice Spice, but they made jokes about Ice Spice's like like race and like where she could possibly be from. Just kind of threw a few jabs at her, insulted her, and my Healy was laughing at all of this. But it kicked off because like they're being pretty horrible to Ice Spice. Yeah, we're obviously not going to repeat because you it's could, really yeah, offensive. You, but you it's can very offensive if you want to see. And then. I think everyone was shocked that he would even choose to go on a podcast like that in the first place. But I just proved the point. What that, like, is the podcast for like people that don't know it? Adam Friedland show. Yeah. It's like, uh, I guess it's like the kind of the things that Matty Healy is trying to be anyway. It's like, they don't really have any political stance. They just want to make offensive jokes. Yeah. But that just kind of proves the point that like, he doesn't really care. He's just doing it because he thinks it's funny. I saw this video as well. So yeah, so he was mean to Ice Spice. And what I hate about him, like, I feel like he's just such a slippery fish. Like, Mm -hmm. he's like the worst kind of person you will ever meet. Like, yeah, the type of person that will literally say these jokes with their whole chest, which probably means he believes it a bit. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But then like, at any sign of resistance that is actually meaningful, he will just back into himself, be like, "Oh, sorry, I'm just a hor- I'm just a stupid little man." Like, yeah. I saw this video of him at a gig being like, "Oh, like he comes on really sheepishly, and he's like, oh, had to apologise to Ice Spice today,' and like, I'm just a little man from wherever the fuck he's from, and like, this is a crazy life, and I didn't think that like just a little joke about Ice Spice would do this, and I've had to DM Ice Spice because I'm just like a nice bloke at the end of the day, aren't I?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like babying himself. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, just say it with your chest if you're going to be an absolute bastard. Like, yeah, I have. No, it, it literally makes my skin crawl thinking about it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But now Taylor Swift's done a song with Ice Spice. Okay, so let's <sighs> let's. Just, so Taylor Swift has done an awful remix of Karma with Ice Spice, which keen listeners of the pod will remember that I said Karma as a song anyway is just a rip off of CSS music is not mm-hmm. pop sex because it is. Um, it's the song awful. is so bad it's just like she's been like shoehorned in like and for what for what it's reason like, it's like that video do you remember when like Jessie J Ariana Grande and Nicki Minaj were in a song together and like yeah. you could just tell they literally never met in their whole lives yeah <laughs> and like they were all CGI'd into the same like green screen and that was job done this is like worse yeah. honestly I implore you to go watch the video like I spy saying facts while Taylor Swift is CGI'd as a giant mountain and I Spice is the clouds literally is living in my head rent free but it's bizarre it's so weird it just doesn't make any sense it came out 26th of May last week in our time two weeks ago in podcast being lifetime it's just so bad and like this and she went on she was like a special guest at one of Taylor's shows and like she's just walking alongside Taylor Swift going like yeah (laughs) yeah it's just like so obvious what they're trying to do like do you like do you think we're stupid Uh, I don't know I'm coming to refute this narrative so apparently people are saying that obviously it's like a big cover-up for 
Matty Healy's behavior, people calling Taylor Swift like a racist by proxy, etc., etc. So this article called Taylor Swift is apparently dating an alleged racist and is now using a black woman to cover her ass by Cambria Ross for the Huffington Post. So this writer, Cambria, is saying, after a few days of silence from Swift, I officially put her on pause. I stopped listening to her music and I gave all of my friends whiplash by announcing that I was done with her. Then Swift doubled down on ignoring Healy's glaring flaws saying at a concert that he has never been happy that she has never been happier. Neither Swift nor Healy have confirmed the dating rumours. On Wednesday she announced the remix with Ice Spice, as flabbergasted, Swift is essentially using the woman who her supposed boyfriend mocked to say, see, if Ice Spice doesn't think I'm bad and still wants to work with me, then it's all okay, right? I had a lot of questions. Did Ice Spice know Swift was dating Healy when they recorded? Would Ice Spice drag Healy in a verse? What about the suspicious timing of the release amongst all the backlash? This collaboration also gives Swift's predominantly white female fandom an excuse to ignore all of her indiscretions and continue to idolise her, despite the fact that a racist, deeply problematic man is still reportedly her boyfriend. Basically, it's obviously saying that like Taylor Swift has a lot of privilege and is shielded by her whiteness and her womanhood from backlash, which is all true. And then, like... Mm. TV TV writer Francesca Ramsey pointed out in this TikTok Swift as an evil genius who has built a parasocial relationship with her fans throughout her career. Loads of shit, basically. Like, yeah. But, 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 but. I saw a TikTok. <laughs> TikTok detectives are on the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know the timeline of Taylor Swift and Matty Healy dating. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not that deep into the into it. The law. But there's a Polaroid of like Ice Spice and Taylor Swift in the studio, which shocks me to my core because I am surprised they were ever together. Yeah. And Ice Spice has the same acrylic nails that she did in early March. Remember when she performed at that festival and everyone said she was bad and it was her first festival performance. Okay. So it was early March when she recorded this song with Taylor. Unless there is some like next level Photoshop going on, which I'm, or or maybe it's AI. (laughs) Maybe it's AI. (laughs) Maybe it's AI. But I'm inclined to believe that this is kind of just a coincidence. Like, I think maybe her team said, great, this is a great opportune moment. Like, great, let's put it out now in the middle of the backlash. Like, it could have been planned for whenever. We obviously don't know. But I am inclined to believe that the whole thing isn't like a big, horrible move you just think it's a bad coincidence yeah i don't think like ice spice is taylor swift's puppet <laughs> do you know what i mean mm. but maybe they decided oh let's just push it up a few weeks yeah i think that's what's happened like i guess well these comments that Mike healy made about ice spice on that podcast were in like february i think mm. and that kind of like made just made him like not more famous because they're already kind of famous but i just feel like, it, like people were talking about him more like after that because he's just he's just stirred up so much controversy around himself. It's just like a progressive incline over mm. the last like six to nine months, isn't it? Yeah. Like because he became notorious for yeah, doing these like weird kooky things and then mm. he went on chicken shop day and like blah, like it's been a steady incline. And like also I think it is worth noting that like to my knowledge, and again I'm not like deep in the law. 1975's fan base is mostly teenage girls so Mm -hmm. like there's a big crossover in fan bases there like of young white women um so my kind of point which I don't really know how to phrase it is that there's probably more shared ground between those two than there is differences like Mm -hmm. it's easy to be like Taylor Swift is like a beacon of you know um innocence and she loves cats and Matty Healy's like a horrible edgelord they have the same fans. Yeah. 
And the 1975 fans don't give a fuck if Matty Healy is an arsehole. Like, maybe some of them do, and, like, the same with Taylor's, but I'd say the vast majority of people do not care, which is, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, like, Taylor Swift isn't going to feel the pain of you selling your ticket to go and see her. She's no, already she made a million. Fuck. Yeah, she's she made the money care. already. Yeah. You're not returning it to sender either. You're just selling it to a different fan, right? Exactly. Like, yeah. I don't know. She definitely... She would have said something by now if she cared, but she doesn't, so... Mm, I don't know about this, because I do feel like celebrities are told not to say things. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other really big controversies. Like, a lot of really big controversies just come and go, and we do forget about them. So, like, we're in the eye of the storm with Taylor Swift and Matty Healy right now, but next year it'll be something else. Yeah. Next month it'll be something else. Next but again, week it'll be something else. I think her fans especially have such a strange relationship with her where they expect certain things from it, or they kind of like put words into her mouth almost. It's mm. like she hasn't said that. But also, I would say, like, which one of the pieces of research reminded me of is that, like, she stokes those flames herself like the anti-hero hero video has like a big bit in it with john early and a couple of other comedians where they're saying like oh maybe there's a secret message hidden in there or like maybe yeah. like she stokes the flames of no she knows what her fandom do and she plays into it so yeah. like now that it's not working in her favor i think it would be naive to just like you know put her hands up and be like she, she didn't ask for any of this so i i think especially with some of the political stuff but also maybe this is just why celebrities try and keep their hands clean now like in terms of like harry styles not coming out or whatever Mm. but like he's a bit more vocal but like you kind of avoid controversy more if you say nothing about anything yeah if you keep this shroud of mystery around you yeah it's very calculated like it's also something beyonce does you know what i mean yeah very very true yeah i don't know i mean i think taylor swift is eponymous epitome like she is associated with that kind of like pink pussy hat hillary for president era of feminism but i think it's by association rather than like in actual facts and plus also that feminism is completely fucked anyway so why would you expect anything better from her yeah do you know she has comments turned off on instagram Does she? yeah that's how you know it's getting to them exactly that is that's how, how you know it's secretly out. getting yeah. to them of course it is yeah all of the comments have been turned off. That's really interesting. Mm. But like you said, if you're if you silence people or if you just don't say anything yourself, there's no the discourse can kind of only continue for as long as it can, like to a certain point, because she's not allowing fans to fuel the fire on her personal Instagram. Also, not to be afraid about this, but I have heard she's a bad person, <laughs> like from very refutable sources that she oh. is a bad person. But like no one, no one can get to that level of fame and not be a horrible a bad person. I just yeah. don't believe it. Like, and all these fans have a parasocial relationship. With like, oh my god, I'd love to hang out with her. I'd love to do this. You wouldn't want to because I'm sure no. she's horrible. I'm sure. No offense, I'm sure Beyonce is probably the same. Oh, it's so strange though because like I feel like Taylor Swift like embodies that a lot more than someone like Beyonce or Rihanna mm. or someone like. Obviously, personally, I think that I could have a nice time with Rihanna if we ever met. But that's by the by. But like, I was watching my favorite morning tv shows last week <laughs> and like lorraine or something was going oh we love taylor she's just the type of girl that you think you could have a drink with like it's like what the hell is no. going on 
No. Like everyone from like 15 year olds to like 60 year olds think that Taylor Swift is a good person. No. She's so far removed from the real world and reality because she's been famous for so fucking long. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but I don't believe it. <laughs> Never meet your heroes. Never meet your heroes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Normal. Although I doubt we're anyone's heroes. No. But we are nice. Yeah, we are nice. We try. Um, that's it. Wow, I can't believe we spoke about that at ease for 30 minutes so easily. I know. I think this is gonna this is gonna be a controversial one. Yeah. Well, thank you, Eden. Thanks, Ioni. Thank you to Olivia for editing and thank you to all of you listeners. Obviously, we would love to hear your thoughts on Instagram or in our reviews or whatever you would like. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.